I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and on today's episode, I have the founders of ClearStem. They are so incredible. I've heard so many amazing things about ClearStem. I've listened to their episode on, I believe it was the Skinny Confidential. Just truly love what they're doing, love their products. I've been following them on socials, and it was truly just an honor to have them on the pod. And I think you are all going to really enjoy this episode. We talk about acne, skincare routines, skin cycling, retinols, dealing with acne, and how to cure your acne and work on your acne from more than just like a topical solution. So topical would be like your skincare regimen, regimen, regimen. Yeah. And also things that you can do internally. So your diet, your gut health, all of that good stuff. So I think you should grab your notebook or open up your notes app. Really listen to this episode. There are so many key takeaways that are going to just like help you. And I know a lot of you are into skincare. You're always asking me what my skincare routine is. So I just thought it would be super appropriate and fitting and suiting to have the girls on the pod. I'm not going to do my segments this week just because I just recorded my other one for the past week and I don't really have any updates for you guys. So we're just going to jump right into the episode. So here are the girls from Clear STEM. Okay. Hello, you guys. Welcome to Morning Ray. I'm here with the founders of Clear STEM, Danielle and Kaylee. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. 
you. Of course. So I always like to ask three questions to anyone who's on my podcast, and it's who are you, where are you from, and what is your zodiac sign? So I guess, Danielle, you can go first. All right. I'm Danielle Cronish, the acne guru from San Diego, born and raised, and zodiac is Virgo, but I heard something about an Aries sun. If that helps. <laughs> I love it. Hi, everyone. My name is Kaylee. I'm one of the co-founders of Clear Stem and a holistic nutritionist. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, now living in LA. And my zodiac sign is a Taurus. Oh my God. I'm a Leo. I feel like this is a fun mix. I don't know that much about astrology. I just think it's fun. I know my own things. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's a Leo, so I get along great with Leos. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I've been hearing so much about Clear Stem all over socials, on the podcasts I listen to. I feel like, especially like the girls in the social world that I participate in are just obsessed with it, which is incredible. So kudos to you. But for those who don't know, what is ClearStem? Like, what is your founder's story? Give us your elevator pitch. I want to hear it all. Okay. So we, Kaylee and I both struggled with acne pretty aggressively. Um, mine was really, really severe for over a decade. And uh, basically acne is genetic and it runs in families on, in some capacity. But like mine was like hardcore grade four on both sides of my family. So it became a really big part of my life. Um, and I went through every single possible dermatologist, light therapy, uh, peel, medication, went to the point where I did Accutane three separate times and it still came right back. So the last round of Accutane, I was like 28, 29, and um, I had to stop even a little bit early because the side effects were getting so bad, and they were afraid that it was going to become permanent. So basically, I said, screw this. I'll figure it out myself. I have a biology background. I studied biology, genetics, and immunology. So I I knew I could absolutely figure it out. I just wasn't being told the information that I needed, and most dermatologists, they don't answer a lot of questions. They don't talk about Mm -hmm. diet, gut health. Um, internal triggers, external triggers. Like there's literally no talk about triggers. It's just medication, medication, medication. That's just our medical system. So I uh, went, I left the corporate world and went back to school to, and I wound up becoming an esthetician solely focused on acne. And um, in school, I realized that treating acne was the medical profession I'd always wanted, but didn't know existed. And so I was hooked. I learned from some of the top people in San Diego who had been established, learned a ton about different treatments, lasers, peels, enzymes. I mean, literally all the ingredients just really absorbed knowledge for the first two years. And then I started San Diego Acne Clinic and that was about eight years ago, seven years ago. And, um, have like a 98% success rate helping people. And I met Kaylee, my beautiful co-founder as one of my patients in my first year of business. So I met Danielle, I was in my mid-20s, and it felt like out of nowhere, my skin just erupted with cystic acne. And what's so interesting now is talking to so many of our customers and reading the DMs and emails, so many women are struggling with this as as well. In their mid-20s, just things go haywire. So for me, I had gotten off birth control and I didn't have the knowledge that I do now about getting off birth control and how to support your body so you don't have 
a lot of rebound effects, but I just got off it and my skin erupted. I was also under a lot of stress. I was traveling a ton for work. And so all these things, I mean, this was almost eight years ago at this point. I think we're coming out 2023, eight years ago. And Instagram and social media wasn't the resource that it is now. Like there wasn't Mm -hmm. all these holistic nutritionists on there and all this education helping support your body. So I was Googling everything (laughs) and I tried absolutely everything. Um, I went to every single doctor, dermatologist, esthetician, and the only solutions I was given was go back on birth control, go on antibiotics or go on Accutane. At this point, I had gone back to school uh, for holistic nutrition, and so I knew a lot about the repercussions of these and how they were only Band-Aid approaches, and they can cover up root causes that were going on, and I was determined to get to the root cause of what was causing my severe acne. And then on the product side, I was trying everything from like the cleanest of clean to like a $300 serum that would promise I'd get rid of my acne. Absolutely nothing worked. It just got worked. I kept getting facials, all these different treatments. Nothing worked. Uh, one last Google search. I popped San Diego Acne Clinic. I happened to be Danielle's last client of the day. And it's like our worlds collided whenever we met. Um, I had this bank of knowledge from holistic nutrition from a non-toxic side. Danielle had this insane amount of knowledge of what are the root causes of acne and not just the simple ones you see on Google when you search. There's these nuances, especially within the health space. Like there are certain supplements that over supplementing with them trigger acne. There are certain foods even touted within the health and wellness world as good that can trigger acne in excess. Mm-hmm. So I found out I had 12 different acne triggers going on, eliminated all of them, got on a proper skincare routine of just four products. And that's really where the ethos of Clear Stem was born. Like we have these men and women who are struggling with acne that don't know where to go and don't have the real knowledge. We're so inundated. Um, And on top of that, like, where do you even start with products? What's even the root cause? And so Danielle and I completely hit it off. My skin was clear in a matter of two months with no scar damage. And that's really where Clear Stem was born in our worlds colliding. Wow. That's insane. They always like, like I went to business school and everything and studied marketing and they're always like, you don't just like create a product for the sake of creating a product. Usually it's to solve like a pain point or a problem in your life. And that's clearly like where Clear Stem came from. And you can see that and you can see how passionate you guys are both are about acne and helping others not go through the same troubles that you went through. Um, which I think is why like so many people are attracted to it, right? Because it just comes across as so genuine and sincere. Um, I feel like there's so much more talk now on the internet about maintaining a certain diet or ensuring that you have or having certain foods to help with your skin health, like really healing from the inside out. Um, do you guys have any go-to tips, maybe like three or five tips Um, that you would tell someone who is maybe struggling with acne as to where to start in terms of like more of a holistic gut health focus? Like what are 
three to five things that they can start incorporating today or tomorrow that will hopefully start to move them along on their journey of clearing their skin? Oh, that's such a great question. I, I, I do feel that the brain works better with bullet points, like number some things off, right? Yes, starting yeah. point. The thing with acne mm-hmm. is that there's so many triggers. It's a chronic condition. It doesn't just stop one day forever, right? There's a lot of triggers, internal and external. So um, it can be really overwhelming and, you know, a lot of ads and things like that will tell people to just focus on one thing or it's just gut health or something like that. And it really never is just one thing. So back to this list here, the number one thing that everyone needs to do is get rid of pore clogging ingredients in their products. It's massive. Um, This is the external part that is so critical and that is so undereducated on. So pore clogging ingredients are common filler agents in cosmetics, your lotion, your makeup, your sunscreen, um, anything that physically touches your skin, even your hair conditioner and your hair products. So pore cloggers, there's hundreds of them. We have a master list that we're constantly updating because new stuff comes out and, you know, chemists are always making new variations of things. So we're constantly (laughs) updating this list and it just has to do with whether that filler agent is thicker than your own oil. That's pretty much it. So it has nothing to do with clean or organic or non-toxic or vegan. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's just whether these things are thicker than your natural oil, but it'll be things that the average consumer can't even pronounce and has never been taught to look for. Most dermatologists don't even know any of this, by the way, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's things like there's in the natural space, it's shea butter, coconut oil, Um, algae, avocado oil, things that you would look at and be like, oh, I think this is healthy for me, but not if it's topical, right? So there's natural pore cloggers like those. And then there's other ones that you would never know to look for, like isopropyl myristate or ethyl hexyl palmitate, which is in like almost all makeup. So people need to just, it's real. We made it simple. We paid our developer thousands of dollars (laughs) to make this search function for people because it's critical. Copy and paste the ingredient deck of whatever you're using put it in the search function and see if there's any pore cloggers. Normally it'll pop up in red. It'll be obvious, but we always recommend people double check just because companies can have typos or space it weird or whatever. Right. But that list is huge and it's the number one thing before you change anything or buy anything from anyone. Um, The second biggest thing, especially for acne is getting rid of dairy. Dairy and whey protein are the worst for acne and it causes literally hormonal acne. It's the hormones from the dairy itself. So people are thinking like, oh my God, there's something wrong with my hormones. Like it's for the hormones from the dairy. So that's huge. And the thing with dairy is that you don't have to eliminate it forever, hundred percent. But if you're breaking out, especially on your chin and you're having dairy, it's for sure contributing to it. So you cut it out for like three or four weeks in conjunction with getting on a proper skincare regimen. And then you purposefully reintroduce it a little bit at a time, have it like one day. And then watch your skin over the next 24 to 48 hours to see if it did anything because it really does affect people that quickly. Then you can gauge your unique threshold and you can make your choices more consciously. The number three thing, um, exfoliation. It's really important. The nature of acne genetically is um, extra skin protein, basically retention hyperkeratosis. So that just means we have extra keratin protein and it gets stuck in our pores. We need to exfoliate more frequently and more meaningfully than people who never break out. So that is done best with a physical scrub and um, like an alpha hydroxy acid. We, re- we use mandelic acid because it's the best for acne. So exfoli- if you're not exfoliating already, there's a bunch of buildup in your pores and it's got to be let out, right? 
And then the fourth thing, Kaylee, what would you say the fourth thing is? I would say the fourth thing is tackling supplements. So something that a lot of people don't know, especially like people that love everything health and wellness, right? We get excited about supplements. Mm -hmm. We want to try new ones and test out different functions. We also read a lot of articles or posts on social media that tell us we're deficient in things. Um, So it'll be like 90% of people are deficient in this. Everyone should be taking this. So what we need to come back to is, one, you should never be taking high levels of any supplement without testing um, Mm -hmm. and knowing where your levels are. So there's four supplements that are major triggers of acne. Three of them are actually hormonally related. So vitamin D, zinc, and B12, all three of those in excess trigger acne because they trigger testosterone production. So vitamin D is something that's actually prescribed to a lot of men as they get older that get low testosterone. That's like the first natural solution that they're given. So there's so many scientific studies that are telling you vitamin D is directly linked to testosterone. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one that people are over supplementing with. B12 is a sneaky one because not too many people are actually taking B12 supplements. You might be going and getting B12 shots or it's in your energy or functional nutrition drinks. So anyone out there that's drinking Celsius that is loaded with so much B12, if something, um, so most energy drinks, but especially if it's energy without the caffeine. It's just all B12 (laughs) in that capacity. But you also want to check other drinks. There's all these like immune shots and energy shots and even cold pressed juices that are adding B12. There's now um, like protein bars that are adding an excessive amount in it. And so it's a really, really sneaky one that's added that you really want to check any packaged goods that you're eating for B12. And then the last one is biotin. It's a little surprising to people because it's known as the hair, skin, and nail supplement, but anyone that's dealt with aggressive acne is immediately like, oh, I stay far away from biotin. So biotin triggers hyperkeratosis, which is actually the root cause genetically of acne. It's a hyperproducing of protein. So your skin is growing much faster than it can exfoliate. So biotin's really like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's just making it so much worse. So eliminate biotin. That's also a sneaky one that's in... um, I mean, anything labeled hair, skin, beauty supplements, mm-hmm. beauty drinks. If you're drinking like um, you know, cold pressed juice, it's like a beauty drink. It's usually just loaded with biotin. So again, you want to check anything that's um, labeled for glowing skin, beauty, any IV drip that it's like, this is for your skin. It's a lot of biotin in there. So checking your supplements is super important. Um, it's a great thing that doesn't add to what you're doing. It's just removing what you're doing. I've heard about biotin before like causing acne, but I've never heard about like vitamin D, B12, or zinc, which I find really interesting. And again, these are all in excess. That's what we want to make sure we're re- like, these are all vitamins that we need our bodies to function in. Mm-hmm. Some people do need a supplement a little bit with them, it's the excess. A lot of people think more is better. So they're taking extra of these or um, I've seen zinc droppers where like a full dropper is 40,000% of your recommended daily value um, when you shouldn't be going much over 150% of your recommended daily value. Again, this is aside from any testing you've gotten done, um, but just that RDV on the back of the bottle is a lot of times a very extravagant number. Um, So all of these are just in excess triggering acne. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Thanks for restating that. We, you know, it's, it's funny. We're always shouting the same education for people, but you know, nowadays you hear a piece of information, but you only hear one bit of it. Like your brain only retains mm-hmm. one bit of it. So sometimes people will say, oh, I was told to not take B or not take vitamin D or not take this. And like Kaylee said, it is literally excess amounts and excess for people that are like, if you're looking at your vitamins right now and you're like, wait, how much is too much? This is what I have found in my eight years at San Diego Acne Clinic going through this with a fine tooth comb with everyone that comes in. With vitamin D, if you're taking a supplement that has more than like 175% RDV and you're getting chin acne, it's probably tied to it. Because that one is fat soluble, what people, and if they're super, super low, granted supplementation can help, but you're also way better off getting it from food sources, a vitamin D lamp, or actual sunshine because your body might not even be metabolizing it from the supplement. So if someone is, you know, taking vitamin D and they're getting chin acne, what they can do is hit pause on it for about three weeks and then dose down, take one every third day and then really focus on sunshine. So it's not like a black or white thing where you never, never take anything or, you know, things like that. Like balance is key. Um, Zinc, we see this, estheticians see this every year during cold and flu season. Uh, People start taking zinc. And Mm -hmm. it causes hormonal acne around the mouth. So if it's in your multivitamin, uh, which it normally is, it'll be in a very modest amount. It'll be fine. Um, It'll be like, you know, 45% or something totally normal. If you buy a standalone zinc supplement or those droppers, it's going to be obscenely high and it can absolutely Mm -hmm. cause hormonal acne. And I generally see it around the mouth, like the upper lip specifically. B12, I personally am like the most acne prone person ever. I've noticed if something has more than... 300% RDV, it can be problematic. So that's definitely, that's the value I recommend staying below. And biotin, just stay below like 150% RDV. It's such a small micronutrient that if it's, you know, in your multivitamin, it's probably fine. It's when you get in the hair, skin, and nail supplements that you'll see 20,000% RDV. It's the obscene numbers that are out of balance that cause problems for people. Okay, so speaking on supplements, collagen, I feel like a lot of people are always like, oh, I started taking collagen and it helped my hair, skin, and nails, and it's helped my, helped me like reverse my aging, blah, blah. Like, what are your opinions on collagen? Do you think it's actually helpful? Is it helpful with your skin health in terms of acne or not? So collagen for, so yes, the simple answer, we do like collagen, but that's something else to be aware of in excess too. If someone's really struggling with aggressive cystic acne, can relax on the collagen, take a break from it. If your skin is thriving, it's good, and you want to include it for all the benefits and your skin can handle it, that's amazing. What is really good to look for in collagen and really important is making sure it's from quality sources. So making sure it's from grass-fed, grass-finished cows, because again, going along with the dairy and all the junk that's in things, whatever those cows are eating and their stress state and their environment, you are now ingesting. And so it's very important you're getting it from a quality source, your collagen. But collagen is really good for joint health, for full body health. It helps rebuild collagen in the skin, but it's not the same as topical. And that's what I want I want Danielle to, to, um, to tap into this right now. So really good. It's good for all internally for the joints. Um, great for hair, but when it comes to rebuilding the collagen of your skin, mm-hmm. it can help, but what's even better 
is using things that on externally that are collagen stimulating. Okay. Because again, it's tackling it from both sides. Skin is an external organ. So you have to support it from the inside, but you also have to support it from the outside because you physically need to grow new skin, new healthy skin on the outside to help with any issues you're going through, whether it's scar damage, UV damage, pigmentation, things like that. So using ingredients that stimulate collagen are just as important as drinking collagen, if not more, when it comes to skin issues. Agree. And the collagen peptides are the thing that causes the most acne because peptides are messenger proteins that stimulate growth, essentially. So they're good topically on your skin to like repair collagen damage and scar tissue and wrinkles and things like that. But if you're taking them internally, the peptides can actually trigger more skin protein as well, more keratin protein. That's why it has that effect on your hair because your hair is keratin. So yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I, I think Kaylee and I both agree that bone broth protein is like super healthy and won't backfire on you in that way. Yes. You can't overdo it as much too as like putting a bunch of collagen scoops in your smoothie and it's just so broken down at that point. So going back to the whole food sources, just like the supplement conversation, getting all those from whole food sources, it's the same with collagen. When you're getting it from bone broth, that's where the healing really happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know what side of TikTok I've gone on, but I've been seeing – a lot of like collagen strips that people are putting in like any like problem areas like if they have like wrinkles on their forehead they're like going to a place and they like kind of place I don't know if you've seen it It, it's like a collagen strip to help like heal the wrinkle I don't know oh okay no we've seen the microneedling little microneedle patches and things like that I haven't heard anything referred to as a collagen strip I'll have to look into that it's I wonder what their actual yeah, I've seen. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm thinking because I've seen the taping. Like a lot of yeah. holistic um, facialists, and especially people within like Ayurvedic and all different types of holistic skincare, do a lot of the taping, and that's really being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut, or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. That's just to help your face not make the wrinkles in the first place. So that's just the taping part, right? Like aside from whatever's in it, you because you can just get plain, not plain tape, but there's very specific like face tape you get. And you just like wear it throughout the day or wear it at night. So like your forehead's not wrinkling or mm-hmm. like your face isn't wrinkling. Again, that's just to kind of freeze it in replacement of Botox. Now, what I'm thinking when you're saying collagen tape, one, I'm thinking a majority is just from the taping and it's minimizing the face actually forming the wrinkles. Um, what doesn't work in skincare is just collagen in skincare. Again, you want to focus on ingredients that are collagen stimulating and repair stimulating. So just collagen does nothing. But things like stem cells, which we use a lot in our products, are amazing for regenerating the skin. You know, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of stem cells because athletes will get them injected to heal Mm -hmm. injuries faster. So when you use bioavailable um, stem cells in skincare, it helps rebuild the skin from any scar damage, wrinkles, any of that. And then other collagen stimulating ingredients like mandelic acid um, and different things that are telling in... um, and like peptides, again, externally, not internally, <laughs> external peptides, telling the skin to repair itself. Um, so those are some of the ingredients that are focused more on that. So I'm looking okay. them up right now. Yeah. And um, <laughs> interesting. I, I don't see any actual ingredients. It looks like it's just using a physical mechanism to make you avoid wrinkling the area. It's just the – okay. So it is just the tape. It's not the tape with a product in it. I don't know. Like the things I saw was like – they would have like you like lift your eyebrows and it looks like remember those like mouth like mint strips that you put on your tongue and it dissolves like it looked like it just like dissolved into their wrinkle like I don't know if it actually like does anything okay so that is a certain peptide so there is stuff like that where it gives you almost like a make like a temporary um it fills any wrinkles essentially it's like a yeah but it washes off it's not okay (laughs) so you're like wasting your money Basically. Well, it, it, think of it like makeup. Um, yeah. the, that that I know what you're talking about. That's like a certain like really concentrated peptide, it, um, and it just kind of blends in with your wrinkles and then freezes the area a little bit. So it just kind of like spackles it. It's like what you would mm-hmm. do if you're an actress in a movie and you need to film a scene, or if you just want to look really fire that night. But it's um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different ways to to go about wrinkle reduction um you know freezing movement or massaging it out with a gua sha or um you know little things like that so it's, it's interesting to see everyone's approach yeah okay I want to talk a little bit more about mandelic acid did I say that right yes you did yes <laughs> um because I've learned a little bit about it because one of my friends introduced it to me but I feel like a lot of people in the general public don't know about it like they know about your glycolic acid and AHAs and BHAs but I feel like no one really knows about Mandelic and I've integrated into my routine and I've noticed benefits from it. So I would love to educate my audience a little bit more about it. Oh, yes. Mandelic is my favorite acid as well. And we use it so that alpha hydroxies are basically chemical exfoliants and people shouldn't be afraid of that term because they're amazing products for pretty much all types of skin correction. So 
Um, alpha hydroxy acids are, it's a friendly acid is how you think of it. And it dissolves the surface layer of skin. And when you do that, you're sending a message down below for your skin to replace that with brand new skin. So that's how you get rid of scars and brown spots and even, you know, wrinkles to some extent. There's a family of acids. The most common one is glycolic. I don't recommend that one for daily use at all. It is like a very small molecule and it, it munches away the skin in a way that is, um, almost like too sharp for daily use. Like it can make your, it can compromise your barrier a little faster. So think of it like that. It's great for treatments. It's great once in a while. It's great as Mm -hmm. part of the blend, but um, I wouldn't ever just use straight up glycolic as frequently as I would use mandelic. So mandelic is a medium sized molecule. It can kind of cut through, it can kind of cut through things that are clogging your pores. So like oil and skin protein, like the thing that is clogging your pore deep down in your your hair follicle. By the way, pores are hair follicles. I like to um, clarify that for everyone. So basically, a mandelic acid travels deeper into the follicle and dissolves the thing that is clogging it. So it has the ability to dissolve, like if your makeup had shea butter or some kind of bad palmitate in it, it can actually go in and, and clean house essentially. But it also has the benefit of stimulating collagen without being super harsh on your skin barrier. So that's why it's almost like Goldilocks with, you know, Goldilocks finding the, the one that's just right. Like that is mandelic for most people. The concentration and the formula and the pH are all um, factors as well. And um, you want to sit in that sweet spot between like a 5 and 10% mandelic for most people. The one from ours is called Clarity and it's right at about an 8%, but it's gentle. So it's about as strong as you would ever go for the mass public. Um, mm-hmm. without, and it, but it's been tested for sensitivity and it's been totally fine. Um, even with people with sensitive skin. So that's why it's really that sweet spot. And then we actually formulated ours with turmeric and a little bit of vitamin C. So it's calming and brightening. If you overuse an acid of any kind, you'll notice that you get dry or that your barrier is compromised. So that's why everyone needs to be really in tune with their skin and phase these things in. If you've never exfoliated, we tell people to start every other night. Then you can start doing it every night if you have oilier skin, thicker skin, a lot of congestion. And if you use a scrub beforehand, it allows it to go in even deeper. A scrub is like the gatekeeper. So they work really, really well hand in hand. So I, re- I always recommend that people do a scrub, even if it's just for like five to 10 seconds lightly, and then you do your mandelic on top of it, you're going to get five times the results if you just do mandelic on its own. Okay. That's, that's the core um, core way to use that. Another huge tip with any alpha hydroxy is to make sure it goes on bare skin. You, it's going to eat whatever it touches. You want it to eat the stuff on your skin that you don't want there anymore. So that's why you would never put it over a ser- an, another serum or over a moisturizer because then it'll just eat that. And you want to leave it alone for about 10 minutes. Because it's an acid, its pH is lower than our skin and that's how it's doing its work. The moment you put something else on top of it, it neutralizes it. So I see a lot of people using great products and using an acid, but they didn't know to leave it alone for a 10 minute window. And that's why they weren't seeing the results. I did not know the 10 minute window. Now I'm going to apply that. (laughs) It's a game changer. And you don't have to rinse it off. You just give it 10 minutes, then you apply your next step. And it essentially neutralizes it so that you're controlling its activity. And then it pretty much stops in its tracks right then and there. Unlike a retinol, which keeps going for days when, you know, it makes you so much more sun sensitive and it's so much harsher on your barrier because it's still doing its function like days later when you don't think about it. And that's when you go and you get like burned. 
super easily. So that's that's why we use mandelic acid and we don't love retinol for acne. Okay. I feel like everyone is obsessed with retinol right now as well. Like that's all I see on my TikTok and I know it's all what my friends are talking about and then like the purging when you start it and all the different things. So I'd love to hear your opinions as to like the pros and cons of incorporating a retinol into your routine and why maybe you should or shouldn't do it. So I personally really dislike retinol. I'm prone to hyperpigmentation and I really like being outside and we should all be outside more. Um, anything And most aging comes from UV damage. Anything that makes you more sun sensitive is eventually going to age you a little bit faster. So retinol totally does that. It makes you a lot more sun sensitive than almost any other product out there. So there's different types of retinol. There's, you know, the kind you can just buy like from Neutrogena at CBS. Then there's one, you know, you could step it up and get the SkinCeuticals one, which if you're going to use one, that one would be my favorite. And then there's Tretinoin, which is the pharmaceutical grade one. I actually hate that product and it has a pore clogger in it and it, the white one does anyway. And then the actual gel cream version is so drying and stripping and it just annihilates people's skin and causes a lot of accelerated aging. So if you're going to use a retinol, know that it's also not non-toxic. There are some toxic elements to it. So just be aware of that. If you're trying to live a clean lifestyle that you know, doesn't include unnecessary toxins, retinol just wouldn't fit into that. But if you're going to do it, I would say do it like maybe twice a week separating it by three or four days, like Monday and Thursday or something like that. But make damn sure you're wearing a really good physical sunscreen. Otherwise, you're just exfoliating your skin and then going and inviting more UV damage next time you go outside. And making sure that you're applying a sunscreen throughout the day too, because you could put it on in the morning and then be driving in your car later, walking outside, and it's just causing additional aging to your skin, additional damage, destroying your skin barrier even more, doing all the opposite effects of why you wanted to use it in the Mm -hmm. first place. And one thing about retinol specifically for acne is that retinol doesn't play nice with other things. It makes your skin very sensitive. But it also, in my experience, is not strong enough to actually get all of the job done. Like people might see some improvement if they get put on a retinol. Most people just start, a lot of people just start purging. It gets terrible. And then the purging never stops and they're way worse off than they were before. I would say that's about 40% of people who have like actual ongoing acne is it just makes it worse and it never helps. And it just makes them more raw and irritated. Then there's people where it kind of helps if they get through that gnarly purging phase phase, and it's maybe a little bit better than before, but it's still not where they want to be. So their skin's raw, irritated, more red. The scars can't heal very well because retinol is so harsh. And then they're still breaking out, but they can't do anything else for the breakout because everything will burn them. If you're Mm -hmm. on a strong retinol or using retinol regularly, it can give you a chemical burn if you try to do anything else. So it doesn't, not only does it not get you all the way there, but it doesn't play nice with other things. So that's a problem in and of itself. For the people that it does work for all the time, great. They are the lucky ones and it's a very small percentage. But retinol doesn't go in and clear your pore out. I mean, it kind of just makes your cell like your cells like hyper shed a lot. So it's like they're trying to do so much exfoliation that your cells, that your skin can't clog up again, like is the theory of kind of how it works, but it doesn't work that well. Especially if you're not educated on pore cloggers, you're just refilling it every time and you're caught in a really vicious cycle. Going back to sunscreen, I know growing up, I feel like a lot of us use chemical sunscreens. Um, I've recently 
made a very like proactive choice that whenever I'm picking a facial sunscreen, I'm picking a physical or like a mineral. And I had, I think it was someone who was doing my facial. She mentioned that when you use a physical on your face, because when you use a chemical, sorry, on your face, because it's like a chemical reaction, like with the sun, it can cause inflammation and irritation on the skin. So I wanted to hear your opinion on that. And then as to why educating why the physical is better more so than the chemical. Yeah, she's she's right when she says that. So we love her already. <laughs> um, chemical sunscreens, not only are there so many studies coming out that showing how long the chemicals in sunscreens are staying in people's bloodstreams, people are tested two, three, four, five weeks later, and they're doing a lot of urine tests, and it's still coming out through their body. Like their body is still trying to detox it weeks later. There's a lot of studies coming out about that. And so we do really encourage everyone to look and make sure they're using physical sunscreens and not chemical when purchasing it. Um, The second part, just like your facialist said, because it's a chemical sunscreen, it does cause a chemical reaction with the sun and can lead to additional redness, irritation, and inflammation in the skin. And the reason why chemical sunscreens were created is to get rid of that white cast that zinc can cause. So it allowed them to create clear sunscreens and sprays and different liquid formations, put them into uh, like really loose and hydrating serums, things like that. But the repercussion was it does cause that chemical reaction causes that inflammation. So On the physical side of sunscreen, we only encourage and personally only use and create products with um, zinc and titanium dioxide. Zinc is actually really anti-inflammatory. It's what baby's butt rash cream is made out of. So it really actually helps with redness, irritation, swelling, which is what's caused by the sun when you get a sunburn. So it not only protects your skin, but it, it helps support that healing process as well. Um, so we're huge fans of zinc and um, in the, specifically in the products we create, we tint them just enough to counteract the white cast that zinc creates. So the ones we have doesn't create a physical tint to your skin, so there's not multiple shades to it. But we understand that people in the past have wanted to use chemical because zinc has created that white cast. So we found the solution by counteracting it with some color so it doesn't do that because it's usually, you know why people go chemical, but we are big fans of going mineral and mineral and physical. Those words are used interchangeably. So mineral and physical are meant for zinc and titanium oxide. When it comes to the level of SPF, I feel like there's ongoing debates like SPF 30 is fine. No, you should be using SPF 60. Like, is it how strong it is? Is it how long it lasts? Like, what are your like guidelines surrounding like SPF levels? Great question. So an SPF 30 for chemical versus physical, you're going to get more protection from the physical every time because it doesn't degrade as quickly. So the number actually refers to what's called your minimal erythema dose, like, and it's unique to everyone. So it's how long you can go sit in the sun before starting to get sun-related inflammation or redness. Think of it that way. That might be five minutes for someone fair like Kaylee, but it could be like 15 minutes for someone who's dark olive. So everyone's got their own unique number kind of, and you're meant to multiply that number by the SPF value. So if your MED is five, 
you multiply it by 30, it's 100, supposedly 150 minutes is essentially how these numbers sort of function. But the caveat is that most sunscreen disintegrates or degrades after 120 minutes, two hours. Chemical sunscreens absolutely degrade that fast. Mineral physical sunscreens, if you can still see it on your skin, it's kind of still, it's still working because it's a physical okay. thing you can see. You don't, you have no clue when your chemical sunscreen is done. It could have left the building two hours ago and you still think you're fully covered. So you're going to go sit at the beach for a while. That's the sneaky part about chemical sunscreens aside from the toxicity. So um, basically use mineral sunscreen, SPF, but anything above a 25, if it's physical mineral is generally going to be fine for people. You always just want to reapply throughout the day. And that's where a lot of people get their sun damage. It's in the afternoon after their sunscreen from the morning has worn off. You got walking your dog or getting, you know, going for a walk or whatever, right? So that's when you want to reapply. And that's where the brush-ons come into play. Your brush-on is like your insurance policy to touch up your sunscreen. And um, ours is called Sunnyside. And uh, it's that's what will protect all of your work, essentially. So keeping something like that. And it has to be mineral because you're not going to reapply a wet liquid over your makeup. That, yeah. You know, <laughs> right? No one's going to do that. Ours actually, ours, you know, our you are Sunshine one, you actually can reapply over makeup a little bit. But generally, you want to stick to the brush on one. And um, it has, that's mineral as well because it's, it's like a zinc powder, right? And those are great because you can keep them in your car or in your purse and your carry-on and they don't melt. Okay. Skincare routines. I feel like I'm always being asked what my skincare routine is and I never feel like I'm like qualified to like give it because I feel like everyone's skin is different. If someone has a skincare routine or maybe they're looking to make one, they don't really have one or it's not really serving them, where do you recommend them starting? Like should they go back down to just like a cleanser and a moisturizer. Are there any certain products that you recommend for them to look into? How do they figure that out? Like I know there's so many serums and exfoliants and chemicals and different things you can play around with. So how would you recommend to someone that doesn't have a routine or is looking to change up the routine to structure one? Yeah, I would definitely say everyone should be aware of pore clogging ingredients I mean, the only exception is the people who just never break out, which is not most people, right? So if you're like most people, you need to be aware of pore cloggers. Otherwise, you could start a brand new expensive routine and your skin could look worse. So anything you're interested in, make sure you double check it for pore cloggers. That's step one. And then that'll rule out a lot of things because like 90% of moisturizers and sunscreens have pore cloggers in them. So stick to what's safe. And then from there, you want to have your morning routine should just be a gentle cleanser or a gentle cleansing step. Like you could just do a gentle cleanser. Some people could just do like a micellar cleanse or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you want to do some sort of nourishment and then sun protection. So People that are using our line and they just want to start with something simple, they would do the Gentle Clean Cleanser Cell Renew Serum, which is like a, it's a hyaluronic acid-based serum with a bunch of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory agents. So they, they can do that. And then you are sunshine and then they're done. That's literally my morning routine. If you're oily, you don't have to moisturize in the morning, but a good serum is also going to be hydrating. So that that can suffice. So that can be your morning and then your evening. Most people benefit from some level of exfoliation and you generally want to only do that at night. So your evening routine could look something like a gentle cleanser, uh, like our, our the clarity, like the mandelic acid that we were talking about. Put that on, mm-hmm. 
a few nights a week to start letting it sit alone for 10 minutes. Then you follow with a moisturizer. Like it, it can be as simple as three steps in the morning, three steps at night. It does not have to be complicated, especially if your products are doing multiple things for you as they should. And then I wanted to grab your opinion on like hot and cold therapy for your skin. I know a lot of like some estheticians or facialists are very for like steaming your face before doing like extractions and things like that. Others I know are all like for everything cold, like doing cryo or chiro, um, using like ice rollers, a lot of cold tools. Um, is there anything in particular you would recommend specifically for someone who has acne prone skin or if you're looking for anti-aging as well? Something really important to know is never wash your face in hot water, no matter what. So when we're talking hot and cold therapy, hot water, if you're struggling with acne, it's just going to continue to aggravate it and make it angry and more red and more irritated. Um, I remember back in the day when I had no idea what to do, I was like burning my face off because I thought that would help. Um, And I know a lot of women have said the same thing too. So One, for acne, don't use hot water. For aging, it actually accelerates aging, so it'll develop wrinkles faster if you're washing your face in hot water because it's causing micro damage over and over and over the skin and not allowing your skin to heal itself. So one, cancel out the hot water. Now, as far as steaming goes, steaming is great before a treatment, like Danielle in the treatment room, she does steaming, it opens up all the pores. It's the correct distance from your face, so your face doesn't need to be in a steamer, just needs to get the remnants of the steam to open up all the pores. So you can definitely get an at-home steamer. It's not something we'd ever recommend doing every single day. It might be like a once a week thing. Maybe you do a little facial steam from the correct distance from your skin before doing an exfoliating mask to really get everything out. But again, it should be part of a treatment, not an everyday solution. Um, So that's on the hot side. On the cold side, we do love cold therapy. Um, Cold therapy is amazing for helping reduce inflammation. And you don't have to go get a cryofacial for this. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on it. You can really just use an ice roller out of the fridge. You can I mean, if you want to get really expensive with it, you can just get a plastic water bottle, throw it in the freezer, <laughs> and then have that on your skin. I mean, if you're in a pinch, if you did, if you're like, you ordered your ice roller, you're waiting on it, or like, I need it right now, this is one of the best things, especially when you have a breakout, um, in particular a cystic one, you want to get ice on that, but you don't want to hold it for too long. You can hold it for a few seconds, remove it, but ice rolling is really, is really the best. Ice packing and ice rolling for any inflammation of the skin. Just don't hold it too long because too cold can burn the skin. Um, So just make sure if you're holding it on, it's for like 10 seconds at a time. Give it a break. And if you're ice rolling, of course, you're constantly moving. I love my ice roller. Yeah, it feels good, especially (laughs) to wake up in the morning. Especially if you're hungover. My face is so puffy when I'm hungover. Like I look like my eyes are so small because I get so puffy here. And like the ice roller is my godsend. I am too. I my face is literally puffs up like a balloon. Even if I've had two glasses the night before, I get very inflamed. So I, I feel you on that, especially around the eyes. I'm like all the ice rolling and the lymphatic drainage the next day. Okay, and then a few more questions, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Um, skin cycling. I know it was. I don't know how trendy it still is on TikTok, but it was a really big topic of conversation. I feel like everyone was hopping on it. Um, Essentially, 
first day is an exfoliant, second day is retinol, and then third and fourth day is, they called it recovery. Um, What are your opinions on it? Do you believe in it? Are you against it? I'm assuming not really for it because of the retinol, but I want to hear your opinions. (laughs) Well, if you're, yeah, if you're going to do retinol, kind of like I said earlier, do it like a Monday and a Thursday, like separate Mm -hmm. it out. So that is a variation of, that's an example of skin cycling, right? So Mm -hmm. basically skin cycling is in reference to the fact that we all want to use correctives like exfoliants. If someone wants to use retinol, totally their choice. Um, but we have all these different tools, right? And you can't use all your tools on the same day or every mm-hmm. day or, you know, so it's like, the, it's how do we work those in? So you can do different things to your skin on each night. Like, for example, you can stack a scrub and a mandelic acid, like I mentioned before, do that on the same night because they're really powerful when you combine them and then do only moisturizing the next night, mm-hmm. which is what I do, right? So it's it's using your exfoliants in a way where you're getting all the benefit, but also allowing your skin to heal. And think of it like exercise. It is very similar to exercise because you're talking about like exfoliation and exercise are super similar because it's both controlled inflammation to get a healing response. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You wouldn't go do a hard weight class where you are, like, you pushed it. You know you're going to be sore. You know, you know you cause a little bit of muscle inflammation, you got that lactic acid, you know you need a rest day at some point. You can't do that seven days a week. Same thing, you can't run yeah. 10 miles every day a week, right? So it's like you want to do heavier things. Like it has to be strong. Your tool and your – think of your exercise, your exfoliation, it has to be strong enough to get the job done. If you need to unclog your pores, you've got to use an acid that's a strong enough strength. So you got to do that, but you also don't need to do it every day. So do it and then give it, you know, give it one day rest day and then try it again. The goal is to do these things as frequently as possible, but a hard 
stop when you start increasing inflammation or dryness. So as frequently as possible until the point of irritation. That's how you know to back it off. And you'll do that during winter as well because it's you know everyone's got their heater on and it's drier, especially if you're in the mountains. Um, anytime you're dry, you're going to par ba- pare back on your exfoliation and do more rest days, for example. So that's that's the nature of skin cycling. And there is no hard, fast rule for everyone because it depends on what you're using and what your skin type mm-hmm. is and what your goals are. So working with an esthetician is going to be the best way to really dial in your routine. Okay. Um, I'm a stickler for a morning routine and so is my audience. So I would love to hear both of your morning routines, including all your skincare rituals, any wellness habits you might be incorporating into that routine for your gut health, your hormones, all of it. So Kaylee, you can go first. Perfect. So I wake up and I actually, I keep my phone out of my room and I have my iPhone set to that calming wake up, like the time schedule one that slowly (laughs) increases from light to louder. So it's not jarring my cortisol levels first thing in the morning. So I peacefully wake up to that. It it gets me physically out of bed because I have to walk up and into like my bathroom area to turn off my alarm. So that gets me up out of bed. I turn off my alarm and I immediately, I have a chili pad, um, which actually I think they, they renamed They're They're now called sleep me, I think, but it's still the chili pad by sleep me. So I turn that off. I quickly make my bed every morning and then um, go right to the bathroom and I tongue scrape first always. So your body releases toxins throughout the night and I believe it's about 80 to 90% of those toxins come out on your tongue. And so if you drink water first thing in the morning without tongue scraping, you're drinking back down all those released toxins throughout the night. So I tongue scrape about seven times really gently and then brush my teeth. And I wash my face really lightly in the morning because I work out. So it's either just a splash of water or really quick um, rinse of gentle clean and either our cell renew serum or a moisturizer. Again, I know I'm going to wash my face again in an hour. So I just want to keep it really simple. And I don't want to have a lot of products on my face before I work out. But my skin is also very dry. So I can't just like splash my face and go. So I have to moisturize it. Um, And then workout, I do a lot of low impact. So I either do an at-home Pilates or I have a gym where I do weights. Um, come back and then that's where I do a shower and do my full skincare routine for the morning. Um, I don't wear a lot of makeup unless I know I have to be a lot of places for the day or have lunch meetings, coffee meetings. So normally I'm just putting on our You Are Sunshine and then our Sunny Side on top because that gives just enough coverage where it just evens out the skin tone without having makeup on every day because I like my skin to be able to breathe. Um, and then I jump I jump right into work. I fill up my water, which I'm done with right now. I need to fill it back for this podcast. I fill up my water, put my element um, in it. If I don't have element, I just put some salt and some lemon juice in it. And I just I get started for the day. I love that. And Danielle, what's your morning routine? <laughs> Mine's so similar. Kaylee, you just reminded me to buy a tongue scraper. I've been meaning to forever. I, normally, I just Once use a spoon. Start, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if I'm ever traveling, because, okay, guys, anyone listening, once you start t- tongue scraping, you cannot go back because you physically like feel so gross in the morning until you get it off your tongue. It's so crazy. So same when I'm traveling and if I like forgot my tongue, like something happened, I literally go and use a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hack. 
So, okay. So I, similar to um, the gradual wake up, I, I think it is so important that people stop waking up to a gnarly alarm that yanks them out of a REM cycle. <laughs> it's actually very damaging to the brain um, and it can just put you in a fog and spike your cortisol and just, it's just not good. Right. So I actually love the sunrise lamp. You can get this on Amazon and you can set it to gradually mimic the sunrise. So it goes light, 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 and then it just goes. And then if you have a hard wake up time, then you have like the sound of waves or birds chirping. But I normally wake up within like the first 10 minutes of it starting to get light. And it's so peaceful because it doesn't yank you out of a REM cycle. And then you have to physically get up to turn it off because mine's across the room. So you got to get up out of bed immediately. I do the five-minute journal, which is like one of my favorite inventions ever. Mm-hmm. So do the five-minute journal, get up, make your bed. That way you're not going to get right back in it. Um, and then I go do a shot of apple cider vinegar because there's no there's no being tired after that. So no, I, absolutely I, not. I, I do the same mason jar that Kaylee, um, it's, it's these big mason jars, right? And I fill that up with water and I do my water room temperature. I actually don't like cold water and it's kind of an Eastern medicine uh, frame of mind for that too, because your stomach is supposed to be a hot fat of acid. You want it to be that. If you put cold water in it, it kind of neutralizes it. So I just do room temperature water with an element packet and um, chug a bunch of that, do apple cider vinegar. I make sure to drink the whole mason jar before I have caffeine. And the caffeine that I have is matcha. I get organic matcha from matcha.com, I think. I do that with some low sugar almond milk. Oh, before all of that, obviously, tongue scrape and brush your teeth. Because, yeah, the thought of drinking something if you haven't cleaned your mouth yeah, first. No. <laughs> Yep. Yep. So um, I do all that. And then um, I also wake up to music. I have uh, my music timed with my sunrise lamp. So waking up to peaceful music is really, really cool. Yeah. Then I just get started for the day. Usually there's some workout involved. Um, Yeah. So you get up, do that, go hit your workout and come back, start your day. If you don't do a workout, it's good to get at least, you know, 10 minutes of walking outside just to get that cold morning exposure it's just really good for your circadian rhythm and your overall health like the more in tune you can be with nature the better your health is going to be yeah I agree on that I love getting out in the morning even if like I'm not doing a workout like today I didn't work out this morning but I made sure to get outside and just walk around the block and I live in Toronto so it's pretty cold here right now um really does wake you up though (laughs) you won't be going back to bed after that (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. It's like you have free cryo all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Awesome. Go stand outside for two minutes. You're fine. If you need an ice bath, just jump in the lake. <laughs> yeah. You're good. <laughs> Honestly, that's I go, I'm from the East Coast originally and going home over the winter. It is nice. Like there's something so great about like stepping outside in the morning when it's really cold your butt it just you feel so much less inflamed you wake up really quick again I don't miss four months of that but <laughs> I enjoy my week's dose of it whenever I go home to switch it up yeah. <laughs> yeah the four months I learned last year that it goes by a lot faster if I'm traveling at least once a month to somewhere warm So we're doing that again this year. (laughs) I love that. That's a great – and it's always something to look for. Like winter is really challenging on the East Mm -hmm. Coast, Toronto. Yeah, really hard, really hard mentally um, and giving yourself something to look forward to every single month. I feel like it's like, all right, three more weeks and we're going away for the weekend. All right, another three more weeks. (laughs) 
<laughs> that, that next step every time. It's a great idea. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to baby yourself a little bit, like give yourself that little present to encourage you a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. So smart. Well, anyways, I always like to end the pod off with each of you leaving one piece of advice. It can be in relation to things we talked about. It can be some words of wisdom, a quote, maybe a resource, anything. So I'll have Danielle go first this time. Oh, there's so many things. Um, I would say get the five-minute journal. It's one of the – I love to do what I call 1% things where it's like it takes you 1% of your time, like a small amount of time, but it affects the Mm -hmm. other 99% of stuff. So I think everyone could benefit from maintaining or improving their mental and emotional health. And the five-minute journal, it doesn't even take five minutes. It takes like two But it really sets you up for an amazing day. And then you can even go back and revisit it at lunch and add one more thing or something like that. And it's just, it makes such a difference when I use it versus if I don't use it. So I love to share that with people. I love the five-minute journal. Danielle always inspires. I go in and out of journaling waves and she always inspires me to get back on my kick of journaling. I need the five minute because I'm I'm definitely the kind of person that gets overwhelmed by things that are too big of a time commitment and like limited space of the morning. Okay. My words of wisdom say invest in anything that develops your communication skills. Um, Danielle and I have been talking about this a lot and also just as I get older and relationships across any form expand, right? Family, friends, you you know, friendships end, new friendships start, business relationships. Communication really is the root of everything. It's the root of a healthy relationship and it's the root of an unhealthy relationship. And so the more you can do to invest in healthy communication, um, because when you're up-leveling your own communication, not only do people around you start to level up, but if the people around you don't level up, that might be some people in your life that, you know, those relationships need to end in certain ways. So it'll really show you your community of people and investing in your communication. It can be as simple as like listening to a lot of podcasts that are focused on it and just getting more self-aware. It can be investing in like a leadership coach or, um, I I love therapists that have backgrounds of entrepreneurs um, because it's just a very different form of leadership and communication and they have a different level of understanding. And so finding a therapist that is within your realm of maybe career or passions in life as well, that's really focused. But I think working on healthy communication is one of the biggest keys to happiness. I love that so much. Wow. Wow. (laughs) and where can the listeners find you where can they shop clear stem and pick up their little skincare regimen you can find danielle and i on instagram danielle's is danielle the acne guru mine is kaylee christina and then on social across all channels it's clear stem skincare and clearstemskincare.com Um, As you guys know, we love educating. (laughs) Um, And so you can find a ton of education on all of our social channels as well as our website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It was a pleasure having you on. I learned a lot. I'm sure the listeners learned a lot. And I definitely am going to get my hands on some clear stem because I'm just a skincare sucker and now I'm sold even more so. So (laughs) our our cult favorite. Okay. We have two cult favorites. The Hydra Glow Moisturizer is 
obsession worthy. So and it's a fit for everyone. Like even if you don't have acne, our line is equally anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. And it's mm-hmm. equally both, right? And non-toxic. So that moisturizer is awesome. And it has Bacuchiol, which is like a retinol alternative that's clean, but it doesn't make you more sun sensitive. So everyone's obsessed with that one. Um, if you have hormonal acne, the Mind Body Skin Hormonal Acne Supplement is like our top seller. So yeah, if you are going to start with something, I would say those two for sure. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much again. You too. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Morning Ray. I love you guys so much and been seeing all of your shares and tags and love on the Morning Ray podcast Instagram. If you're not following us there already, please make sure to do so. I post a lot of fun things. It's kind of like a mood board sort of vibe, starting to do more graphics, like a lot of things that you can share, like morning routines and things that we talk about on the pod in a little graphic that you can save and refer back to. So definitely go check out the Morning Ray podcast Instagram if you haven't already, as well as my personal Instagram. I know a lot of you are coming and finding me from the podcast now as opposed to from socials. So definitely go check that out. It's just at Alana Bloomberg. Both are always linked in the show notes. I'll also have the Clear Stem Girls Instagrams and the Clear Stem page linked below in the show notes. Thank you again so much for listening and supporting me. And I will chat with you guys next week. Love you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.